This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Before we get into today's episode, we would like to acknowledge and pay respects to the Wondry people of the Kulin Nation who are the traditional owners of this land. We pay our deepest respects to the elders, past and present, and to the next generation who we hope to create a different future for. The best career advice that you are not getting is to invest. Hello and welcome to your In Good Company Summer Series. I'm Maddie Guest and as always, I'm in some very good company with my co-host, Sophie Dicker. Mads, it's fair to say that 2022 has been a very volatile year for markets and it's safe to say that we've learned a lot of lessons over the past year. (laughs) I only wish we had a crystal ball because we could have made some seriously good investment decisions if we had known what was coming. So we thought for you guys in 2023, why don't we create our own crystal ball? We are bringing you industries to watch in 2023 as voted by you. Four episodes over four weeks of Aussie summer. Or I guess a winter series if you're joining (laughs) us from the Northern Hemisphere, welcome. We are going to be exploring some of the most talked about industries that just might have their moment on the ASX this year. This series is brought to you by GlobalX, a powerhouse ETF provider in the local and international market, offering investors best-in-breed products backed by industry-leading research. Talking about one of our favourite topics today, that is, I guess, broadly the shift to sustainability, but today specifically we are going to be talking about clean energy infrastructure. Yeah, it's one that we have spoken about before personally, and it's such a cool space because it's like everything has to transition if we're going to reach clean energy goals. But it's also a bit of a like foreign investment space because it's kind of hard to know where to invest, I guess. Yeah, I think one of the reasons I like this topic so much is because it gives you like the opportunity to align your investing with your values Mm. and to actually put your money into something that you feel like is going to do good. And I also feel like I in this space, I've traditionally thought that you don't get you know, a certain amount of gains with these investments. But when we had Camille uh, at our live event where we spoke about sustainability, she showed us a couple of indexes, including this Deloitte index, which actually showed that if you made your investments in this green space over the past couple of years, you haven't, you've outperformed the index. You definitely haven't been hindered by investing in the space, which is really cool. There is a book that I've been really wanting to read, actually. It's called Superpower. Mm. Get it? <laughs> but actually, I haven't explained it yet. Yeah, so I don't get, get it. it. <laughs> I was like, mm, no. It's by Ross Garneau, and it's all about Australia's low carbon opportunity. So it talks about how Australia has like an unparalleled energy resources and how we have a real opportunity become, to become an economic superpower in like a post-carbon world. Mm. Might put it on my summer reading list, although it sounds a bit dense. Yeah, it does sound <laughs> dense, but definitely one I'd want to read. So the other day we were doing some research and you were actually using Siri to do <laughs> research. Guys, Siri is a bundle of knowledge. Like she knows <laughs> what's up. Well, I thought that we could use it now. So hold on, let me just grab my phone. 
Hey Siri, can you tell me about the energy sector's impact on the environment? The energy sector is the world's largest source of greenhouse gases, totaling 73% of total emissions. See, I told you she's got really good facts. <laughs> I actually love it. I'm going to use her more often. I know, but okay, going to that fact though, that's insane. 73%. Yeah, such an like such a good opportunity for transition, for change. So, pretty much what we're saying is right now the world heavily relies on, you know, greenhouse gases for our energy. Mm. So we've got our coal, our gas, and I think at the moment we've really seen that there's a heavy reliance on that stuff because if you look over in Europe and everything that's happening with Russia and Ukraine, leaders have been like, oh, my God, we have only reliance on this one source of energy. And so mm. I feel like where we're at right now is this little inflection point of, like, how do we actually change to renewable energy? So currently our energy sector is producing most of the world's greenhouse gases. How do we transition? Oh, it's the age-old question, Mads. <laughs> it's the age-old question. But to be honest, it's to move to renewable energy, we need to have like a certain infrastructure there to house that so for example if we want to use solar we need to have solar panels if we want to use wind we need to have wind turbines etc so one of the big things that we're going to require is actually a lot of metals Mm. so a lot of like copper aluminium lithium all these like special minerals that are actually going to help us build this infrastructure which i guess makes sense why australia is so well positioned for this right we do have a lot of those metals Yeah, we do, which is why we're so fortunate and why we could be that, what you said, superpower (laughs) makes sense in this argument. But actually, when I was reading about this, I actually found it so fascinating. I feel like I didn't really know. But for example, a coal power plant requires one tonne of copper to produce a megawatt of energy, Mm. while an offshore wind farm requires eight tonnes of copper. Or a solar farm requires 28 tonnes to produce this same amount of electricity. So we're going to need like a lot of these metals to transition. Yeah, you actually sent me this article and it talked about how in order to just meet the Paris Agreement, which is sort of like that goal that we've got in mind for decarbonisation, the demand for clean energy metals would be four times by 2040. And that's not that far away. So that fact to me sounds like investment opportunity. Okay, so Soph, I am going to give you one minute and I want to challenge you to sell me on your three most convincing points of why you think this trend, clean energy infrastructure, is going to take off. Okay. Are you ready? Always. 60 seconds on the clock. Let's go. So firstly, politicians are starting to take the transition seriously. As I said before, in Europe at the moment, they're really struggling because they have this huge reliance on gas. I actually have a friend who lives in Berlin and she can't turn on her heater at the moment because it's so expensive in the middle of their winter. So politicians are getting, you know, the heat from their uh, consumers, their people that they need to change. In Australia, the government said that they are going to push to invest in the green energy sector because they are reducing Australia's emissions by to 43% by 2030. So first point, politicians are starting to see that, that they need a change here. Second point is that there is reallocation of capital towards sustainable companies, which is driven by you and me and whoever is listening. <laughs> so the Australian government has committed 
$76 billion in investments to upgrade the electricity grids, install batteries to maximize rooftop power, prioritize an electric vehicle strategy. And this is all because we are investing and putting our money into companies that have a sustainable focus. So second point is that the government is reallocating money towards this area, but so are the consumer. And that's going to push a tailwind for the sector. Finally, Maddie, are you ready for the last point? You've got 20 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, surprised. There is a supply deficit of materials. So, for example, those green metals that we were talking about, not all of them are an infinite source. Is that right? Infinite? (laughs) Is that a word? Yep. I know finite is. Yeah, infinite. Infinite. (laughs) (laughs) Infinite. infinite source so i think if you are really looking to invest in this space we're actually at a really lucky point because there is an abundance and i think you know over the past year for example we've seen a huge increase uptake of lithium and people are talking about how that supply is not going to last forever so i think if you're going to add the investment lens at the moment it's like where can you put your money now where you're going to see some benefit in the future and potentially green metals is a space where that's going to happen I love it. Well done. I think you might have gone slightly over 60 seconds, but I will allow it. I think like that all makes so much sense to me, which I guess begs the question, you know, what are the barriers? Like, why isn't this happening already? Why aren't we seeing a huge boom in this space? Like, I feel like we, we kind of are, maybe we're starting to, but what I guess do you think is stopping us from transitioning right now? Yeah, well, one of the big ones is the lack of infrastructure. Like particularly in Australia, it is going to cost so much money to build up a lot of the stuff that we need. Mm. Yeah, I guess it's like literally just logistical issues at the moment Mm. in that even if companies or people do want to transition, like we don't actually have, like you said, the infrastructure. I was reading the other day that lithium mines take five years to open and they typically cost $100 million. So I guess that leads us to the next point in that, you know, it just takes time. Like this is not a change that we can make overnight. Like it is not just a decision of everyone deciding one day that they're going to power their homes through solar. It is businesses investing time and effort into this transition. It is businesses potentially having to change the way that they actually make money. It's schools, it's transport. Like it is a massive shift. And the reality is, is that that just takes time. And you've got to think as well right now, we're in a bit of a, we're not in a recession, but we're in a downturn with our economy. And so people don't necessarily think to put their money into things that are expensive. So, for example, Sam and I were looking to get solar panels on the top Mm. of our where we're living at the moment. But it's just a huge expense when we're already thinking about cutting down our costs for next year. Yeah. So it's the it gets put on the back burner. Well, I guess businesses, people, everyone's being a bit more conservative at the moment. So Mm. I guess that hinders sort of that speedy transition that we would all love. I think the other thing that comes to mind is like. Fossil fuels are a massive part of the Australian economy, whether yeah. we like it or not. You know, we a lot of our exports are coal to other countries and we make a lot of money out of that. So mm. I think whilst obviously if everyone takes a step back, I think most people would say, yeah, it'd be great if we could all be if we could be completely powered by renewable energy. But at the end of the day, the fossil fuels industry has massive influence in Australia and it makes us a lot of money. So I think there is also that almost disincentive, which is countering all the incentives that are the bigger picture. So we've covered the 
what we've covered the why after the break we're going to jump into some ways that you can invest in the clean energy infrastructure and transition space mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. So Mads, you put me on the spot before and you said, "Give me three reasons." <laughs> One minute or less. So I'm going to do the same back to you and oh. we're going to play a game for you. Okay. <laughs> So I have written down a couple of the green medals that are going to be used in this transition. Oh, nice. And I want you to guess what their current use is now, predominant use. And then if you can, what you think their use will be in the green energy transition infrastructure. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to start you off with easy. All right. Lithium. Okay. Currently used in batteries. Yes. And future use, I do know this one, in electric vehicle batteries. Well done. Thank you. Tick. (laughs) That's probably going to be the only one I know. (laughs) Second one, coal bait. Current use, could not tell you. Mainly used in aircraft parts. Okay, that is very niche. Did you actually think I was going to know that? No, but you know, I found these interesting. They are interesting. I'll Mm. give you that. And future use? batteries as well okay so for electric vehicles to run wind turbines i did have a think i didn't look into it too much but if colbert makes aircraft parts surely it could make like wind turbine parts maybe because you know wind up yeah in the air, makes know. sense all right what about aluminium cans yeah <laughs> beer kegs yeah i guess like construction yeah yeah yes And then for the energy transition, they're going to actually be used pretty much across everything. So batteries, parts, construction of things, rails, whatever we need. It's so interesting. Like when it comes to metals, I guess I'd never really thought much beyond lithium, which is such all like, I was about to say hydrogen, not a metal. (laughs) Not a metal. metal. Okay, we'll do zinc. All I can think is sunscreen. Why am I thinking (laughs) sunscreen? Just because it's called zinc. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually in car bodies and street lamps. Oh, Many other things, niche. by the way. These are just some certain things. Yeah. But they will be used in offshore or zinc will be used in offshore and onshore wind turbines. Very interesting. Yeah. All right. What's your final one? Chromium. <laughs> All right. I got nothing. Used in stainless steel cutlery. Wow. So next time you're eating, if you're eating right now, next time you're eating dinner, think about your cutlery. There you go. Chromium. 
There's nice. a fun fact. But that'll be used at, in geothermal power plants. Wow. So when I was looking at all of these, I just found it so interesting that things that I've traditionally thought of as mining elements, very dirty industry, is actually going to have a huge part to play in the clean energy transition. Yeah, we were having a conversation about this the other day and when we were doing some research about what you can actually invest in in this space, we came across this green metal miners ETF, which we both found super interesting because I think it was definitely a space that, you know, outside lithium, which we've sort of talked about before and which is quite well known, especially in Australia, it had its big run late last year and earlier this year in terms of like stock market performance. I guess I hadn't really thought about other metals and how they actually might be really important for the green energy transition. Yeah. Now, this ETF is really interesting because it does cover a lot of the minerals. It's not just that what we were saying before, lithium. And I'll caveat this by saying, but there's a lot of like talk in the moment in like Australian media about how lithium potentially has had its really good run and it might, you know, fall down a little bit in the next year. So it got me thinking, because I do invest in some lithium companies that I want to diversify maybe across the metal space. Yeah. So this ETF is GMTL is the ticker. And it provides exposure to global companies which produce critical metals for green energy infrastructure and technologies, including, like, as we said, lithium, copper, but also like nickel and coal Yeah, very cool. What kind of companies does this one hold? Were there any that you found interesting? Yeah, so one that I found really interesting was this one called, oh, I'm going to butcher the name, Linus, Linus Rare Earth. Linus? Linus? Not sure. Linus. 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 Either. L-Y-N-A-S, you choose what you think. (laughs) But it's a really significant producer of rare earth materials outside of China. So Mm. a lot of like the green metal space really does fall in like the Asia, more the Asia region, but Asia Pacific as well. And this company is really cool because it's headed by an incredible CEO, Amanda Lacquez. And she's a really big advocate for the transition to clean energy and clean infrastructure Mm. in Australia. So she's a very predominant voice in this space. And Linus Rare Earths is one of like the big holdings. So I thought it was like a cool company to look into because I'd never heard of it before. Nice. I think other areas that, you know, could be very interesting. We've spoken about lithium ETFs before. There are a few of those on the market Great way to get exposure to electric vehicles that I guess is a little bit different from your Tesla directly or your other sort of big car companies. Yeah, and I was going to say like you can honestly Google search lithium ETF and then like there's lots of them that you can compare and have a look at the holdings because, you know, some of them don't have to, if you're worried about the volatility of Tesla and stuff, like some of them don't hold Tesla. Yeah. (laughs) They'll look at completely different things. So (laughs) Another one that I've been thinking a lot about is solar panels. Yes, If I think about like our homes and how we as individuals are sort of going to be powering our everyday lives into the future as a part of this transition like solar panels really comes to mind as one of those things that's going to be huge in that space and hopefully we'll see more and more people sort of investing in over the next few years i also hope the solar panel space is like an area where the government can incentivize mm. consumers well, to use it past, they? They, they definitely have but i think as technology becomes cheaper and cheaper they'll be able to give more so yeah. it doesn't you know it's not going to cost the world for you and me to put solar panels on our roofs and people you know for um, landlords and tenants and whatever else like it's going to become more accessible and I think that's an easy technology to kind of like potentially implement but in saying that 
we need the infrastructure <laughs> and the power grids. <laughs> I think the best thing about this clean energy investment space is you can actually just find what really interests you and then do a Google search for the ETF that you want to invest in because there's so many ETFs that cover clean energy, solar panels, lithium, like all those areas. So it's an exciting space and it's one with an abundance of options. Very exciting indeed. Well, Soph, it is summer. It's a perfect time to get on top of your reading, listening, whatever you like, watching. Like, lying, <laughs> lying on a sunbed and not moving also if you don't want to do anything. 100%. <laughs> Recommendations, what have you got for me this week? I just said lying on a sunbed, but mine's actually a fitness app. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm actually recommending a fitness app. Oh. So it's called Lean with Lily. And her name is Lily Sabri. She lives in Dubai. And I have been obsessed with this app for like three years. The reason I'm recommending it now is because I quit my gym membership a couple of months ago because it was costing me too much money. And I have just found this app an all-in-one. She's got HIIT. She's got Pilates. She's got yoga. She's got strength. And like she does little series that are like busy girl series. So they're like 10-minute or 20-minute exercises. And so if you're looking to reduce your costs expenses in 2023 i found this app really good she always does sales i think she'll probably do a like new year sale and something like 30 bucks or 40 bucks for three months Pretty good. super cheap and yeah loved it so lean with lily is the app and her instagram is lily sabri i actually have been thinking often at this time of year kick the keep it clean yeah. app goes on sale as well so i was thinking about keeping an eye out for that often you can buy like a 12-month membership but quite a discounted price yeah not sure if they'll do it this year but hopefully they also have that um like they do now have the five minute yeah. exercise ones where it's like if you're really busy but you need a mental refresh so handy. jump on doing five minutes which is awesome yeah what are you bringing for some recommendations i am recommending a book today it is one that i am currently reading and very much enjoying it is called four thousand weeks by oliver berkman yeah four thousand weeks is the average human lifespan yeah it's crazy my housemate did tell me this once and i was like that's like a lot of weeks and then he was like i think it's not many yeah i know it's so funny (laughs) that's what he thought (laughs) so basically it talks about how we need to try and stop optimizing every part of our life and it really resonated with me we're both very sort of busy people and i feel like i'm constantly trying to think about how i can fit more into my day and how i can be more productive but it really sort of gives a contrary view which is i think why i'm enjoying it so much It talks about things like how indecision is a decision in and of itself and also the difficulties of choice, spending too much time on your phone. It is a really interesting book, all the whilst being very witty and entertaining. So highly recommend. So maybe a good read going into 2023, resetting your goals, reprioritizing. I will pick it up eventually. I've got such a long list of books (laughs) I need to be reading. Well, I think that brings us to the end of today's episode, all about clean energy infrastructure. If you have thoughts on this space, because I know a lot of you do, jump into our Instagram at YIGC Podcast, send us a DM and let's chat. As always, any questions, you can also post them in our Facebook group, YIGC Investing Podcast Discussion Group. And it is the new year, a great time to set new financial goals and think about the year ahead. So if you have a friend that you think might enjoy this episode, we would love for you to share it with them. Otherwise, you'll hear from us next week. Catch you then. Bye.
You have been listening to an Equitymates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have physicians in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.